Michael Allen. We're in English. I'm here with my my daughter Mary. Because my sister and my dead wife, she she wouldn't let to do the stairs, and uh, so we came in here with my daughter Mary, and she's looking after me very well. I lost my wife seven years ago, Lord to mercy her. And Mary and Mike and Mike's wife are looking after me very well. You're lucky to have them. I'm lucky to have them, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky to have them, as right. You grew up in this area? I did. I went to Fahad School and I stayed at home. When I had no secondary education. I stayed at home in 1950 when I was 14 years because my father had to get help at that time. And I was down to pair of horses when I was 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I was going to fairs buying and selling at, uh, at 15 years. My father didn't like fairs and he was very glad that I took over the <laughs> buying and the selling. So, you know, I, I, football was my game. I, I, I started going to football. I, I was at the county final in 1945 in Tralee when I was only nine years. I stole from home. Who, who was playing that day? Shannon Rangers and the Legion. And uh, I went in with my cousins, the Yarmans, at Harson Trap for the last year of the war. And we went to Mountain Road down to Bellefinan to Intertalee. And I had a great day. And I remember when Shannon Rangers beat the Legion by one point in a, in a replay. And there was a great atmosphere that time. And there was four line brothers from Dini. Dini, Jackie, Father Mikey and Teddy. There was four line brothers playing with the Legion. There were two Sullivan brothers, Teddy and Gerald. And there was two Coopers, Tommy and John C. And I think the football that time was better than now. I think there was too much hand passing in the game for me anyway. And that swarming, I think, ruined the game. The swarming, I mean, 14 men behind the ball. And uh, I remember a time when the, the full-back used to kick out the ball. Now to the goalie. The goalie with uh, Donny Sullivan, who used to kick out the ball for Kerry. Donny had a great kick. And he'd kick it out into the middle of the field. And he would love to see Mick O'Connell going up with his two hands and bringing down the ball. That Mick O'Connell was one of the best footballers I ever saw. And uh, he was never foul. He'd never hand pass a ball, only, only kick past the ball. Your football is the name of the game. I, I think that there should be more kick passing rather than the hand passing. You'll see, you'll see 20 hand passes in succession now. That's not nice to watch. Right? And passing back to the goalkeeper sickens me altogether. Mm. I mean, you play the ball forward, as Ambrose Gentleman says, and get the ball quick into the forwards if you want to get scores. Mm. 
and uh, the quicker the ball, the forwards get the ball, the delayed ball into the forwards where they're passing it back and sideways and backwards and everywhere. That's only delaying the ball going in. And the quick ball in usually brings a score when you have the lights of the Gooch Cooper or David Clifford in the side. Uh, they want the ball quick. And uh, I enjoy every football, every game of football. You were playing at one point as well, weren't you? Sorry? You played at one point as well. I did. I played at three different clubs, all right. But uh, here I was only a midling footballer, but as some fellas said one day, the midling fellas have to be there too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't have any game without them. What was it like back then? Here it, it was more enjoyable then. I think uh, I enjoyed every game. And uh, so the Sack Park now, I remember a time when you had the picket done playing in the banjo. There, there were no seats in there at that time and only a bank and you had the picker playing on the banjo and singing <laughs> it was lovely to listen to him and while the game was going on and he was always going around collecting the money and he used to collect a lot of money ah, he was a fine singer and a fine banjo player and you had the coffee man from Fern Four. And he he used to be playing an accordion as well. And when there'd be people looking for change, they'd be looking in their pocket for change, he'd say, throw it all in. He <laughs> <laughs> was he, great crack. He was great, mighty crack. And and he'd say to the girls, will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Did that work? <laughs> he did. He, 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 oh, they they laughing at him, but he, I mean, he was, he was, but he wouldn't have to count money at all. And Marion Hill, he found four. He used to count the money for him. He, he was collecting a nice bit of money, all right. But that one same Mick O'Connell came to play in Billy Hall, and he turned up with his accordion, and he made a good nice bit of money that day. He, 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 Mikko was like the cliff of snow. He was drawing the crowds that him. Yeah. Everyone went to see Mikko Connell. But I, I remember Paddy Kennedy as well. But you'll hear people saying that the best player does know this thing because I heard it described very well one time about there's no such thing as this fellow, the best player you ever saw, or that fellow. But if you say Joe Luz or Muhammad Ali, they were t- different. They were playing at different eras, and you couldn't uh, differentiate from one from the other. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I think uh, we, King Kerry. We have had some great players down the years. We had some mighty players, and that's why we're called the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've been to many games yourself. Here I, 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 here I was playing for, I, I got a bad injury out of it, I'll tell you. I was uh, nearly finished playing at the time, and it was a fine evening, and I went for a kick around anyway, and I got a small touch in the, behind the left ear, and if I got what money was in the world, I couldn't get up off of the field. It It affected my balance. And I couldn't get up off the field. I said, bring a car into the 
put me into the car and I was taken to the Bansakur Hospital in Tralee. I gave a week and they fed the sewer tube like I, I, I was very lucky. Mm-hmm. But uh, thanks be to God, I, I survived anyway. But it was a very, the, the, the middle ear, like it just balanced of the body and uh, I could not get up. I didn't know that at all. Oh, yeah, it has happened. But that's why I think I, uh, the referee should punish the man that will hit the head because you can get concussed or anything for good belt in the head. And I saw the referees now give me a yellow card. If I was the referee, I'd be given a black card for those because mm-hmm. your concussion can be dangerous and... Any belt in the head is, is is very dangerous, and I know it because I suffered with it, and uh, so. Yeah. How many All Ireland finals have you been to? I've been to sixty six All Ireland. Out of those sixty six, uh, which I, was the best? The fifty five one, I think, was the best. John Dowling was captain that year, in Denise was centre field, and uh, I think Kerry wouldn't expect it. That year in the, the semi-finals, there was two replays, and I was at those two replays of two, the two semi-finals, Kerry and Cavan, and Dublin and Mayo, and the Dublin and Mayo game was much faster than the Kerry and Cavan game, and Kerry would give no chance in all Ireland against Dublin, but I beat the Dubs anyway. Mm. What was uh, the score? Oh, I forget the score now, but... Uh, they beat them fairly well, I think, at the same day. Mm. But, uh, you know, you're the, 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 I think the football at him was better. I don't know. I, mm. I, I, I enjoy football all the time. And I mean, I enjoy every game. And there's incidents in every game different to the next game. I mean, there are no two games the same. And you'll always remember some incident in the, in the, in the game. That will uh, stand out in your mind after. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I met many friends. I met friends all over. People that I'd never have met only for football. Yeah. And I all over the county, you know, I've been all over. And uh, and uh, it is great to make friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, You also I'm, make a few friends in a few rambling houses, don't you? Oh, I do go to rambling houses as well. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I, you know, you meet people anywhere. You meet people and make friends is good. Yeah. And uh, thanks be to God, I have no enemies. I don't dislike anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone is good at that. That they're doing their best anyway. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean. Did your wife Sheila go to the rambling houses? Oh, she did. My wife Sheila went to the rambling houses with me. All right. Mm. What does she but, think of them? Well, she was at to sing and she wouldn't sing, but. I'm fool enough to sing. <laughs> Would it take you a lot to sing, or? Sorry? Would it take you a lot of convincing to sing? You don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I think God's gift to, to be able to sing. And uh, I think when you have a voice, there's no point in looking for force. I don't know. I just, mm. yeah, some people... I was very happy to make him sing, but that's 
That's when he put in weight and says anything. A bit of shyness, a bit of shyness. But tell me, what kind of rambling houses have you been through over the years? Have you any funny stories from any of them? Oh, I, uh, the, the, the best rambling house is Nakaloka, Jim Lyons' place. And uh, there are some great storytellers there. And uh, there are some, you, know, the, you, would have, you could have three or four accordions, a couple of banjos, to like a band there, and you have a lot to sing it. And Sonny Egan comes there and sings, Sonny the Great Man, he he got Norrell in middle for storytelling. Mm-hmm. And uh, he plays and sings as well. And uh, yeah, they're very entertaining and it's a free night and you might take a pie or, or a box of biscuits or something but like that. you know, that. they're the places that you make the memories, you yeah, know, course, that you have yeah. a good time with other people. That's right, and free, it is free and you get to a barn brack and, and, and a tea as well, and all for free. Mm. And it's a, it's, a, it's a great entertainment, I love the rambling houses. And there's one in Beaufort now next Saturday night. And there's one in, in Scattered Lynn Monday night. Mm. And there's there's going to be one in Lynn Flesk as well. And uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be very busy so the next few weeks. I will, of course. I, <laughs> I, I, I go to Mall anyway. Mm. I go to Mall. They're, 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 they're very entertaining. Mm. Uh, you were telling me as well, what year did you first get your first car? Sorry? What year did you have your first car? Oh, I bought my first car. I started to drive in 1956. And uh, I, a popular car I had first. And then I, I bought uh, I bought four or five Beatles. It's a oh, lovely. Beatles from, from the vans in Castle Island. And, uh, what were the roads like then? The only thing about the Beatles... Uh, yeah, the, the roads you would know around about when I started driving, and uh, you know they they take a bit to get used to them anyway. You know they like me, <laughs> 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 but uh, but uh, you know, get used to them too after a while. But uh, in, on our honeymoon in nineteen sixty five, I drove to Dublin, but uh, yeah, and out to Drogheda. Her, Sheila's cousin was living, and uh, I, I, I wouldn't be able to drive through Dublin now, but the traffic is mm. away. There's fierce traffic in the road now. I can barely drive around Cork. It's it's so busy. So it is very hard yeah. to. You're, you're true, very true. So yeah, that's yeah, a story now. Mm-hmm. But tell me as well. You also you joined with Listroy at first when you were playing football, but there was a, a bit of change then in a few years. Yeah, I went to school to Fahan, Listroy, you see, that's how, that's how we played with Listroy, and there was no Paris rule. But, uh, we had to change from Listroy to Fires when the Paris rule came in in 55, and uh, Fires broke up then in 59. And I played with Kilcommon for a bit. Mm. But I was only a mid-league footballer. Who brought in the parish rule? Sorry? Who brought in the parish rule? I did the G year, the parish rule. I suppose like, there was a lot of merit to this as well. Like, mm. 
because if the, if it wasn't the parachute, they'd be all wanting to play with the crocs of the strong teams. Mm. And the, the parachute, like, he kept the, 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 the rule clubs. A bit more of a balance. That's right, he was more of a balance, is right. And uh, and that we are, there are natural medals, and that we are trying to join the crocs. I mean, the, the crocs brought them in from two systems everywhere, like. But uh, it was the good players. I, I think you should play with your own parish anyway. Yeah. They call it the pride of the parish. <laughs> I don't know, but I think, that, I think uh, every seller should play with his own parish. Yeah. Michael, finally, what do you think is going to happen with Kerry football in the next 12 months? Will we have Sam Maguire in front of us? I think uh, Paddy Clifford will be captain now next year, and uh, I I I think there's a great chance that that we we win some. Yeah, that's history now. They're not going to cry horse milk. <laughs>